Welcome to Chewing the Fruit. I'm Jules. And I'm Bex. Join us every other Sunday for rants, pants, and all things big girl pants. Bex, how are you? Yeah, fabulous. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. I've had a very productive day. So you know what it's like when you get things ticked off the list. Yeah. You, you feel good. It's the same in our member app. We've got to tick things off as you've done them, your steps, your tracking and all that stuff. And people love, everybody loves ticking things off a list, don't they? Yeah, the psychology of it. Well, I'm just out of the gym, glad that you've not got smell of vision and that nobody <laughs> I haven't had time for a shower, but I thought, oh, whatever, we'll just roll with it. Oh, the beauty of doing <laughs> things online. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm your workout. Help up. <laughs> Was your workout good? Yeah, it was good. Um, I've not. I was chatting last week. Obviously, last time we chatted, we we're on about a bit of consistency, and I've not managed to find it yet. There's been too much work and not enough um structure in my training. But this week is the week, so I made myself go. And you never regret going, do you? When you find the time to well, do it, especially if you do it later in the day. Uh, Lorna, one of our coaches, always says it closes the stress cycle. And it puts a lid on the day. And I think that's actually a really good way to think of it. That it just, you always, if you go into a workout stressed, you always leave feeling better. And especially yeah. if it's a tough day at work or something's been bothering you or you've had disagreements with someone, get into that workout. Because you focus on the workout, you count, you breathe, you come out of it feeling much better and it closes the stress cycle. Lana is very wise. <laughs> As I often tell her. <laughs> so okay. We were People about body image, yes. Mm. Quite an interesting topic, I think. For sure, and something that I've battled with for many years in my life. I don't know if it's something, you know, you've struggled with. Oh, it's, you know, above all else, it has been the body image that's been the struggle, so not so much the weight. And I think people often think that it's the weight that controls the body image, i.e. the lower the weight, the better the body image, the higher the weight, the worse. And certainly for me and for pretty much everyone I've ever coached, that's not the case. They're not as connected, I don't think, as, yeah. as people believe. But I'd be really interested, obviously, to hear your story with body image, given your your history with like fitness and competing, etc. Mine's very complicated, Um but just before we start, for anybody listening who doesn't quite know what we're talking about when we're talking about body image, I quickly penned down a little dictionary definition. So basically, it's a subjective picture of one's own physical appearance and the thoughts and feelings that result from that perception. So I kind of just think of it simply as, as the thoughts and feelings I have about myself, like when I look in the mirror or when I'm leaving the house or whatever. Um, For me... I've had a very complicated relationship with my body and food for a lot of my life. Um, I haven't been, you know, at the, the end of the spectrum of being overweight at any point, but I have definitely been underweight and I've kind of been at that end of the spectrum. Yeah. Different to a lot of the women that I work with, but it all stems from the same place. You're still yes. trying to cook your food, you know, you're still trying to search for that sort of contentment with maybe who you are feeling unfulfilled and it's all kind of tangled in and for me doing you know the bodybuilding the bikini competition stuff 
it was all just me searching for some sort of validation because I just was so unhappy in myself, no matter what size I was. And I've been like a size six and still not been happy with my body. I've been on a stage in a bikini and still could have listed off 30 things that I didn't like that weren't good enough. So when I compare that to now where I kind of sit at my, I think everybody's kind of got like a natural weight. I have to try too hard. For me, that's kind of like around about a size 12, which is pretty different to when I was a size six. But I'm much more comfortable in my body now, much more comfortable. Um, So I think that just backs up what you've said, that it doesn't have to be the bigger you are, the, you know, loud humans are. Yeah, and that's I suppose it's very interesting though that we've come from opposite ends of that spectrum, and no matter whether it was overweight, underweight, we still weren't happy at those. So it's yeah. actually not. I think body image is so much more about, like you say, about perception. It's how you perceive your image, as opposed to the actual weight that you are or the dress size they are. It's how you perceive yourself that makes that makes the difference. I think that's what a lot of people think. Once I change X, Y, Z, like once I am a different size, once I am a different weight, then I'll be happy. But like you say, with bodybuilding, you've been on that stage in a bikini, probably everyone thinking, wow, and you still weren't happy at that point. Yeah, it's it's strange, but it's obviously a lot of it comes from the influences you've got around you. And now when I look back and reflect on that, stage of my life what a damaging place for me to be surrounded by people at that level always having that to compare myself to that just isn't it isn't reality being in filtered world all the time so those influences like I don't follow any of those people anymore like when I stepped away from that world there's nobody on my social media now who's like a bikini competitor or a CrossFit athlete or whatever because I know that isn't healthy for me to yeah. have my newsfeed and be because I'm not a bikini competitor now, so I can't compare my body to someone whose job that is or whose life that is. It's it's just not a healthy place for me to be in. So I always kind of say that to my clients, be really careful with like what you are subjecting yourself to from the second you wake up in the morning yeah because it it matters yeah what you look at I mean most people look at their phones first thing in the morning and if those images that you see is one of the first things you see in the day are not things that are lifting you higher and building you up then it is going to affect how you feel for the rest of the day so Bex how did you get into bodybuilding what made you want to do it um Wow, it's it's a complex. I, I don't think about it much to be honest, because it wasn't a particularly happy time in my life. It was a time when I was struggling with body image, probably body dysmorphia. Um, my focus wasn't at all on health mm-hmm. at all on body fat levels, um, and I would have done pretty much anything to just reduce my body fat levels. That was my only focus. Um, and I think when I can look back now, like nearly 10 years later, I wasn't particularly happy in my entire life. Yeah. So the focus, 
you know, to put all my energy and focus into something that I could be good at and that I could control because I, I couldn't something you could control. Yeah, because I couldn't control a lot of other things that were going on in my life that I was unhappy with. Now I'm in a you know a content place in my life. I can go, oh God, that was really quite. It makes me feel quite sad, and that's not the case for everybody. I'm not like dissing bodybuilding. People can do you know whatever they want to do, but I was deeply unhappy, so I think that's why I don't really look back on it too much. And it was just control for me, you know, weighing every single thing I ate getting up in the middle of the night to do cardio, like everything was so structured all the time, focus, focus, focus. So, yeah, it came from not a very positive place for me. It's funny that you see at that time there was no focus on health. It was just purely about aesthetics. Mm. And actually, as you say that, it made me think of when I kind of seen big improvements in my own body image, not necessarily my body, but my body image, Mm-hmm. And it probably came from a point of when training used to be for example to build bigger shoulders or to build bigger glutes or cardio to burn calories and mm-hmm. then probably maybe maybe about six or seven years ago there's a bit of a shift in training to training for functional reasons so like how can I get better at training like, what do I need to do here to be? So things like testing my fitness. So how can I, if I can get this workout done in 35 minutes now, how what do I do to improve that? And then it wasn't even necessarily a conscious shift, but I just really enjoyed changing my training from a typical split of push-pull legs to yeah. into more functional training and feeling fitter. And yeah. Actually, a lot of the, because my goal was completely solely focused on weight loss then, but a lot of the things that I did to improve my training were the same actions as weight loss, but the intent was very different. Yeah. And then I could see myself every week getting that little bit fitter and working on making the fitness better and thinking, oh, I'm sleeping better, oh, I'm moving easier, my injuries are better, all of those things, which has had a knock-on effect to the body image because I never really did much specific work on body image itself. No. But changing the intent of my health and fitness to just making my life better had quite a big knock-on effect. I wish you could bottle it in terms Mm -hmm. of the same. When I speak to my clients, I'm like, please, please focus on health focus on fitness, focus on body functionality, like you're saying, shift that focus and it becomes easier to be consistent because Mm -hmm. you get the out of, like you say, you know, shortening the time it's took you to do something, finding just the movement easier. That's kind of what I get a buzz out of now where I enjoy that and think, you know, like you say, wow, I would have done that workout a year ago and found it much harder. And I'm much more fitter from a cardio perspective now than I ever was when I was walking around size six, like living off a thousand calories a day. I was probably so unfit then. And I think, yeah, now I'm probably, I'm at least three stone heavier. I'm so much fitter, stronger. My mental health is better. Uh, Paul's part, I can manage stress. You know, I, 
I'm not overly emotional now because I manage a lot of my sort of stress and mental health through through exercise. But I wish you could bottle it and sort of say to someone, this is the secret, this is the key, this is how you do it. But like you, I can't really remember like a trigger or a shift. I'm making an active choice that this is what I'm going to work on my body image. It was the body image improved. And now when I look back at the journey, I can see where it changed. But I don't, I don't even know at the time before that if I was really aware that my body image was that bad or I just thought everybody thought like that. I mean, yeah, I you think it's normal a lot of the time. Yeah. And, and it is to an extent, but we should challenge it. But, I mean, we both did polls on our stories, didn't we, yesterday on our Instagrams and we're chatting about it before the pod just to kind of share it. I asked, how often do you have negative thoughts about your body? And 46% of the ladies that answered said daily, which that didn't surprise me. You know, I, I thought it'd actually be more than 46%, but 15% said all the time, like every hour, which I thought was, you know, pretty sad to read that some people are battling that constantly. And I've been there. Completely. Well, that very similarly, I had said, um, have you ever said no to going to events because of how you felt about your body? And 54% of people said yes many times. Wow. Literally like pressing pause on opportunities in your life. Oh, and that, I mean, that's social time, time with your friends. I mean, I've been there, tried on 13 outfits, felt terrible in them all and just made up an excuse and not gone. And actually, I said on um, my stories today, I used to, in the summer, wear a cardigan and a scarf. Like, a light scarf, obviously not a winter scarf, but, like, a big, like, kind of chiffony type scarf and a cardigan so that people couldn't see my arms and they couldn't see my belly. And people would say, oh, are you not really, really hot? And I'd be like, no, no, I'm fine. No, I'm, no, I'm not that warm. And I'd be absolutely dying and I'd be roasting. But it was more important to me then for people not, and you know, people see now, right? People would not have cared less. <laughs> people wouldn't have ever noticed, but it was it was very forefront of my mind. I that... think I asked my um, membership once. I think it was last summer. I mean, I'm quite honest with the girls that even now I have to work on this. Sometimes yeah. some this do creep in for me. And I was telling the girls, remember it was like a heat wave last July or summer. And I wrote in my group to say, I'm going to tell you this. I got up this morning and it's boiling and I put leggings on because I didn't think, I thought, oh, I'm during my period, I've not shaved my legs, you know, I haven't, you know, I've got a bit of cellulite, I haven't put any tan over the set. I think I'll just pull the leggings on. And then I had to actually practice what I preach uh -huh. and mean and said, fuck off, like it's 30 degrees, put your shorts on. And I made Where my are the shorts, went in my garden and I thought, what the hell? How has that voice got back in my head all these years later? I'm in my garden with, like, my husband and my dogs. Who did I think was coming to, like... <laughs> Who was coming to visit you? So I'd put it in the group, and then loads of the other girls were, like, saying they feel the same. But then it was pretty cool, because they were then going out and saying, I, I did it, like, I did the same as you, I put the shorts on. But then I was asking them, do you ever go down the street and you're looking around judging all the women around you about the cellulite they've got in the shops because I don't but I assume everybody's doing it about me 
And all the girls are like, well, no, I wouldn't ever like judge a mum with the kids out in the shorts. And I'm like, so who do we think's out there, like pulling us apart? Well, they? That was like a, a post I put in our, our group a while ago, and it was so. Imagine you're going on holiday, and everyone stands in their bedrooms before they go on holiday trying on their swimwear. I mean, is there a worse place to try on your swimwear? Like wearing socks in your bedroom. You've not been out in the sun. All of anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and then you pick it apart. Is it because as if you're going to look like that next to the pool? But you absolutely pick it apart. I think I can't wear this. Choose something else. Like if you were like me, you would be sitting on the lounger covered in a dress, pretending you didn't want to get in the pool when you desperately did. But when you sit next to the pool and you sit there and you look around as people do, when you notice someone, it is more for a reason of you see someone and you think, oh, well, that bikini is lovely. I wonder where she got that. I wonder if I can ask her where she got that bikini. And you think, you only think positive things about other people or you see mums playing with their kids and think they look like they're having a great time or where did they get those ice lollies? And you look about to see where you can get an ice lolly. You never sit on your lounger and pick other people apart. No, it's why would we do it to ourselves? But do you know what? That was quite interesting what you said there about how a lot of things can affect it. So things like and a lot of like health seeking behaviors. So like your sleep, your Mm -hmm. body can be much worse on days where you're tired. But it's also the days you get hangry, you're short with people. But all of these things have such an effect. So it's never it's never a constant. You're always going to have those stressful days or depending on where you are in your cycle, all of those things. Yeah, I'm going to say it would probably be quite surprising for people um, if they tracked when their voices were the loudest because for me it's absolutely like week four of my cycle before I'm due to lead and I am horrible to myself. And it was last week for me and my husband was like, oh, my God, you are like a roller coaster. He said, one day... <laughs> Go me, let's go. He said the next day, you're like, God, I'm such a fat this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I don't know why this happened. And then I thought, oh, I do actually, because I'm, you know, about <laughs> standing in the bathroom, pulling myself apart. But then literally two days later, I can be like, yeah, looking all right today, off we go. Hey, are, we, are you going your shorts again? And like, it's, yeah. but I think it's good to recognize that as well that A, you can't change it overnight because like everything else it's a habit so you don't you're not new to training and then suddenly you're an athlete the next day and you're dead consistent and you never miss a workout and you're lifting 20 kilos you build it that like nutrition you learn about incorporating protein into your diet tracking becomes a habit water becomes a habit morning routine all these things but body image is very similar you don't just and i think this is the problem with when people have got goal weights because yeah. you think, right, when I get to 10 stone, I'll be happy and that's my goal weight and that's the goal that I'm aiming for. And all the way to 10 stone, they don't feel great and their body image is poor. And then they get to 10 stone and they're like, oh, still oh the I still don't feel great. Yeah. Because it's not about the weight. It's, it's a whole other separate set of work and habits to build. And I think, though, that's it. It's habits, but... To create a habit, you have to actively do the work. And yeah. a lot of the time, I'll speak to clients and they'll tell me things. They'll say, well, what did you do to actively counteract it? You're not just going to stop having those thoughts. No. You have to question the thoughts. You have to, you know, 
find evidence that they're not true, that you didn't feel like that last week, or you have to counteract it with something positive. So there I would always say, I ask a lot, well, what are you grateful that your body can do, that it allows you to do the functionality of it? Yeah. So let's things that you're really grateful for. Like for me, I absolutely love like getting out on my bike and I think... Mm -hmm. You know, I pull my legs apart about getting in a pair of shorts, but they're so strong to get me up hills and out biking and doing something that I really love. So I try and switch it like that all the time to go. I find something to celebrate about it. Yeah. And the sort of thing and stuff that we take for granted that, you know, even being able to see things, being able to hear things, you know, that we just take for granted. And you think it's amazing your body, and then you pull it apart because you've seen a bit of cellulite in a in a changing room and it's sad isn't it that we don't celebrate those bits enough of what our body lets us do that's i seen a quote once and it said your body has taken you to every place you've ever been and shown you everything you've ever seen wow and you're going to pull it apart because you've got to wear a bigger size and a pair of jeans <laughs> like no it's it is literally let you experience everything in your whole life Every single like every single thing, every conversation, yeah. every workout, every experience, every holiday, everyone you have ever hugged, all of that, and, and you're going to give it a brief and cellulite. I saw like it was like a screenshot of it said it was a woman who worked in like a old people's home, and she said like at the end of life, I've never once heard one of our patients say, "Oh, I really miss my." flat stomach, I really miss my tanned skin, I really miss that. They always miss, like, the people they love and the experiences they had with them and the memories. And I thought, God, it's so true, isn't it, of, like, what's actually important. I think you've got to have perspective and keep making yourself have perspective oh. of what's really important. And, like you say, when you talk about it, so think back to, like, you talk to friends about holidays you went on when you were 21 and whatever, and you just reminisce about this happened and that happened and this was so funny and do you remember all this? Have you ever had a conversation with your friends and you're like, do you remember when you were a size eight, how good that was? <laughs> no! Like, you don't even know what size you were, you certainly don't remember what size your friends were or you're like, oh, she's, she's such a good friend, like, she weighs whatever. No! You care about no. your friends because they look after you, they're funny, you have great memories with them, like, literally, you will never remember what size of jeans you had on at somebody's 21st birthday party. God, it sounds so daft when we chat about it and put it out there, which is a good thing because you kind of laugh at it and go, what? But, but that does some... help bringing it out into the light and actually like putting it all out on the table and being like, is this something genuinely we should worry about? And you're like, yeah. absolutely not. So to kind of wrap it up a bit, when I was thinking, like, what can we give out here as, like, some top tips to help improve body image? So, for me, one that I do, and I encourage everybody to do, is a massive wardrobe clear-out. Yes. And get rid of anything that makes you feel shit. So, you put it on and you just instantly feel shit in it. Anything that you're covering yourself up in, so you're deliberately hiding your body, or anything, this is a key one, nostalgia clothing. So like yes. that, you wore in Ibiza when you were 22. <laughs> like 
you aren't 22 anymore, your body's changed, enjoy the memory, let it go. Because there's nothing more depressing to me than holding on to a pair of jeans that you haven't fit in for five years. If your body changes, go shopping. But don't hold on to something that one day you'll get back into it. So that's like my top tip to detox your wardrobe and get rid of anything that doesn't make you feel at least good when you put it on. You don't have to look like a rock star every day, but you don't, nothing should make you feel like shit when you put it on. But very similar to that in the detox your wardrobe, a kind of two-part tip would be, and we've all done this, bought clothes that you're going to slim into. And oh, you go into a shop and you're a size 14 and you're like, I really like this dress, jeans, whatever it might be, so I'll buy it in a 12. Why? You're a 14 today, buy it in a 14. Like it's, you will feel 8 million times better in it. And also wear clothes that fit you today. Yeah. Yesterday morning I put on a pair of leggings that normally fit me, but it was, no, it was Monday, put them on. Don't even know what day it is today. And because it had been the weekend, I did a bit more. The leggings were a bit tight and they just weren't sitting quite right. I took them off and I put on a bigger pair that were high, more high-waisted. I yeah. felt in that instant a thousand times better because I was wearing something that fitted me. And that that's what you got. You've got to work with what you've got now, haven't you? Like, yeah. it's all right working on your goals. That's fine. But you've got to live your best life right now in the body you're in. So I totally get that. I think people do it for motivation, don't they, where yeah. they'll go buy it in a size smaller. But to me, it's completely demotivating. And you want when you get to that size smaller, you'll want something new. Yeah. Happiness is not a future event. It's for today. And I would oh, say wow. another tip, I would say take action. You actually touched on it earlier when you said you've got to find evidence that it's not true. So people avoid going out in the shorts, dresses, swimsuits, whatever it might yeah. be, because they think people will judge them. So take action, go out in the outfit. Nothing will happen. <laughs> see anything. In fact, people will be like, oh, that's a lovely dress. Is that got pockets? Because realistically, what females care about is if your dress has got pockets, not what your yeah. life looks like. <laughs> and then you actually have evidence. Take action. It's the best way to get over something that's worrying about you is to go at it head on and take action. Go out in the outfits. Absolutely. Um, last one, I've got to add it in. D delete, remove anyone off your social media who makes you feel like shit. They might yes. not intentionally be doing it. It's not their intention. Nope. If you see them and that makes you feel anything other than like entertained, engaged, they make you laugh, get rid of them. Even if that's me, if I get right on your nips. <laughs> Unfollow, delete. I would rather someone unfollowed me. If you see me and you roll your eyes when you see me, just unfollow. unfollow me. Yeah, don't give yourself the grief. Just don't PM me to tell me. Just do it. <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all be happier. Oh, no, it's, honestly, I think we could talk about this literally all day. For sure. For sure. So but it'd be good if anyone's got anything, any tips that they share for improving their body image or their body confidence, we would love to hear them. So please do drop us a DM on Instagram and share your top tips. Yeah, you need to PM those ladies who answered your poll saying they never have negative thoughts about themselves. PM them. On, on the poll, yeah, I didn't mention that. Actually, two, um, two people had come back to me and said that they never have said no to an event because of... And I was like, like see, when I seen that, I was like, yes! Yeah, but ask them to brilliant. 
honestly absolutely fantastic i love it i love i love seeing people grow in confidence and never missing out on something that life has got to offer them simply because of the size or shape of their body awesome well i've loved it thank you again this isn't work at all is it me and you just chatting <laughs> no i know it's it's brilliant but no it's been brilliant hearing your story and your experiences of it but yeah i'm sure we'll have lots more to say on this topic in the future definitely